Unleashing the rising billions. Disrupting tradition. Always be closing. Gaining exponential wisdom from street smart strategies. I dream the kind of dreams that other people said would not be possible. Free your mind. Nothing happens till something moves. I'm a big fan of going all in on your strengths. Create your blue ocean. Innovation and collaboration with competition. Do you want to sell sugar water for the rest of your life? Or do you want to come with me and change the world? Creating uncontested market space. I worry that people don't tap into their strengths. Wealth creation and a new economy entrepreneur. And there is a very thin dividing line between success and failure. Witnessing unprecedented technology. You can fail at what you don't want. So you might as well take a chance on doing what you love. Welcome to the Think Bold, Be Bold Show with Christopher Cumby and Alan Witch. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Hi, it's Christopher Cumby with Think Bold, Be Bold and Alan Witch. The host with the most is in the house as well. What's going on, Alan? I am having a great day, Christopher. <laughs> Appreciate awesome. it. Thank you so much. We're having a blast. I love everything about what's going on today, almost everything. Yeah, We're having you. a That's good time. Good. Appreciate the uh, welcome, buddy. Thanks so much. I love doing the show with you. we got a great guest on today, and I'm ecstatic because he's a returnee. I know. I, we're going to catch up today. So yeah. Alan and I don't have to talk too much. It's all going to be on this oh, guy. That's right. He rocks, <laughs> yeah, man, put it, he uh, rocks. We, call it, we call it the hot seat. Or should we start calling it the bold, the bold seat? The bold seat, maybe it's better. Hey, I'm really fired up. You know, it's funny how you meet people. And um, this guy and, you know, myself, we met through social media. And, and you know, it's an amazing world today uh, because I started commenting on, you know, what he was doing and I really liked what he was doing because um, he just, first of all, had a really good attitude and I saw that come through in his, uh, in his, in his post. And, you know, when we got to know each other, you start to realize that's actually his foundation um, and who he really is. And I love seeing that, that, you know, um, someone on socials being who they really are uh, rather than, you know, a lot of this stuff out there today that, you know, look at my fancy car and, you know, look at all this stuff that I've done and look at all these millions of dollars I make. I mean, this guy is uh, down to earth um, and uh, a really good family guy, of course, and he's, he's making a difference out there and that's what I'm excited about. And uh, getting him back on is our, our, our chance, Alan, to really dive it. in and, and figure out, uh, what he's been up to. So, you know, without further ado, let's uh, let's bring it. Let's bring it. Oh, we're they going to have a little ado because I get the privilege of bragging about an Oregon duck, man. There you That's go. That's absolutely, baby. Bring the O <laughs> from my neck of the woods and a uh, great guy. Uh, yes, he was a, a, a duck. And for those of you out there that don't know what the Oregon ducks are, well, I think you should do a little homework. That's just a little <laughs> FYI. But go. went on to play for the Browns, the Cowboys, the Kansas City Chiefs, and the Atlanta Falcons. And we're going to have him back on. J.J. Burton, welcome back to Think Bold, Be Bold. What's up, Alan and Christopher? It's so great to be back on the show. I, I went and Googled real quick, and I, I, and I looked at the date. I think it was November, December 2015. <laughs> it was December. 
<laughs> You're like one of the very first guests oh, yeah. um, because, you know, when we did talk and, and I did reach out and I think it might have been either I think it was Twitter. I, I really think it was Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and I said, hey, would you come on the show? And, you know, after we, you know, I guess had a little bit of uh, dialogue back and forth, I don't think I just tried to get you right away. But uh, you said, yeah. And I'm like, I called up uh, Alan, and I remember this. And I said, dude, dude, this, uh, you know, this guy that played in the NFL, and he played with Montana. And, and, and uh, he said, yeah, he's going to come on the show because – Dude, we actually just started the show not yeah. to uh, – well, you were like guest number whatever. It was like yeah, very early, just, very just early. Just a couple. Yeah, our audience consisted of Chris and I. It was awesome. <laughs> we were our biggest fans. <laughs> we were our biggest fans. And then we had JJ, who, of course, uh, and then it just became, blew up after fan. that. I hope. Well, you guys <laughs> have done well. I've been watching you and paying attention. It's really neat to see the growth of your show, continuing to produce and share positive content. That's – one of the things I love about what you guys are doing. Well, we appreciate that. Thank yeah, you for that. Uh, that. But, so much, you know, JJ, the real question and, and the real uh, guest uh, today is you. And, and we want to, you know, catch up. You've been busy and you have not stopped based on your trajectory of where you are back in 2015, which is crazy time because, man, so much has changed in your world and obviously all for oh, the yeah, good. And you've been doing good. And I think just generally, um, and we laughed earlier uh, that I think, uh, can I say it? Can I, can I actually say your age? Yeah, you're a man. Who cares? Yeah, you're 52. And, man, you look, you look, yeah, well, you are, Alan. <laughs> you're the old man here. Uh, but, right. you know, JJ, you look awesome, and you've got some really incredible things you've been working on. So why don't you bring us up to speed? Yeah, happy to, guys. I tell you, you know, a lot has happened since December 2015. I think right after I was on that show, well, actually, I had already launched my book. I had, you know, started yep. my keynotes, keynote speaking. I was doing my health and wellness business, and I had, I had the concept of taking my brand, this J.J. Burden brand, and adding this element of the speaking and being an author along with the wellness aspect. And and guys, how do you say it? Be careful what you wish for. Be careful, <laughs> yeah. be careful what you work for. You know? Yeah, there you go. I like that one better. <laughs> be careful up. what you work for. Yeah, yeah you, you put in the work. You know, you get the results, and here we are. And and it's gone very, very well. I'm really excited about what's happening with my health and wellness business, helping people change their lives. I love what's happening with my keynote speaking, and uh-huh. and um, you know, it's just. It's really happening, and the goal I set was how can I, how can I improve people's lives mentally, physically, and financially? And I've been able to use those platforms, so um, it's going great. I like great. that. I like it really that a lot. is. Yeah, and you get to hang out with your beautiful wife, and and you have awesome kids, and got a lot going on in your world. So what's yeah, that? Is, uh, what's that yeah. like? You know what that means? <laughs> There's only two kids left in the house. I was going to say, how many are left in the house before you're an empty nester? I know. Of the eight, and I think when we did the interview, there were seven still here. Seven. Now we're down to two. Wow. Wow. So you're getting getting more time with each other and doing, uh, you know, maybe some other things now. Yeah, we're looking forward to that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So, um, you know, what's been sort of a big highlight, you know, if you were to look at, you know, that journey so far, and I love what you said, you know, just in, 
you know, uh, helping people, you know, with wealth and, and physical and, and, um, and mind, you know, that, that mindset. That's, you know, those, those three uh, prongs, if you want, are, are just so powerful when you, call, you know, put the combination together. What's been a big highlight for you, you know, since you had the vision, you went to work. I like that. You went to work. You executed work. against the plan, uh, even though I am sure you, you you had the vision, but you just didn't know how you were going to get there, right? Mm-hmm. So what was some of the big pivotal, like, uh, you know, in, in Canada, we say the TSN turning, you know, points, right? Like yeah. the, the, the real big, you know, things that happened. I think the biggest thing, there's probably two elements. I would say for the keynote motivational speaking, because when I spoke with you guys earlier, I had, you know, I had, you know, maybe been speaking a year, but I was, mm-hmm. I was still trying to figure out your niche. You're still trying to protect, per, uh, perfect your your keynotes, and so I was kind of going through that. You know, is this right? Is that right? And then mm-hmm. last year, it just the it just all start coming together. And the companies I started being I started being asked to speak for the message, how I delivered it, uh, the confidence level, and I realized last year, and I made a big change from a marketing standpoint because. I had so many companies reaching out to me, and as I looked at my website, which kind of promoted everything, it was it was a little this, that, and that, and you know, guys, I had to get serious about marketing for uh, corporate speaking, and mm-hmm. I had a couple of uh, speaker bureaus reach out to me, and they said, hey, you know, you, you're doing some great things. They said, but when we go to your website, companies go to your website, they're not sure if you're really committed. You know, once they hire you, they can tell, but by your marketing, so we made a decision totally revamp my website so it markets me as a legitimate corporate speaker and it is changed it does. everything wow it does. wow let's talk about that for a second because yeah. you said something interesting you uh, said that you just first of all I commend you for just starting most people just sit there and try to figure it out and be perfect you just went at it and yeah you, and you and you kind of um, if you probably even look at your career uh, playing football um, you know obviously you have some 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 uh, raw talent but you know, you really had to go to work and figure out where you were going to fit. And obviously to get even in the NFL, being, you know, as small as a guy you 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 you, you were, um, you had to figure out how to fit that. But, you know, you said something cool. Do you think you would have been able to figure that out if you just sat there and kind of, you know, thought about it? No, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely right. not. I mean, that's, I mean, that's one of the beauties of life. When you're going after something, if you're really committed, part of the success – recipe is learning from others what are others doing out there you know having your mentor who can give you advice but watching and paying attention and when i had a couple of companies i'll tell you guys i had a couple of companies say hey we almost hired you but you know it had something to do with my marketing i had a couple of companies say wow i'm so glad we hired you we almost didn't hire you and guys it was really based on the marketing and how they perceived me so one of my favorite sayings is um, uh, feedback is the breakfast of champions. Mm. You know, feedback like is the I'm breakfast of champions. Down. You know what I mean? People who are really wanting to be high achievers, they realize that they got to learn as they go. They're going to fail forward. They're going to have to be paying attention. But when you get that feedback, whether you like it or not, you implement it. And that's what I did. And I think – that was really the biggest game changer for me and what I'm evolving, how I've evolved now as a speaker. I, I love that uh, comment. And Alan, I know you want to jump in and, and it reminds me just of like, 
um, do you feel, uh, and I certainly feel like this, I, I feel like I uh, need to learn the hard way. <laughs> do you feel like that, JJ? Am I the only one that feels like I learned the hard way, or what is it, man? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I, I, um, I've never really been that way. <laughs> we learned the hard way. Um, but I, I realize the fact I don't know everything. And I think throughout my journey and my life at every stage, guys, I've always had a mentor. I've always had someone right. who's experienced, who's older, who's been there, who's done that, where I can pick their brain, watch them, and learn from them. And I remember in the NFL, every team I went to, my first seven years, it was like, who's the veteran wide receiver? Who can I learn from? You know, and then I became that veteran wide receiver and I paid it forward to the young guys. And so even as an author, as a speaker and, you know, my health and wellness business, man, I've always looked for others who are, let's see, how do you put it? They talk the talk, but they are walking the walk. They're leading by like example. That. So yeah, yeah, that's a good one because I like learning from people who have been where I am mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, and, you know, have what I want. Right. So. Yeah, uh, Alan. What do yeah, we got for uh, JJ? Part of what you, part of what we're talking about here is something that JJ that you mentioned uh, before we got on the air. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna flip it a little bit. You talked about accumulative trauma, and yes, that had to do with with all the years of of impactful play that you've had. But that also has to do with business growth and development, impactful trauma. We're talking about the pivot points. We're talking about the times when you look and say, okay, I am actually going to go out and do the work, right? And then when you get hit, you got to move, you got to pivot, you got to learn from that. And that's, Chris, something that you were talking about as well. Mm -hmm. you got to learn from what you're doing. And, yes, yeah, sometimes you feel like you're taken in the face. I get it, literally and figuratively speaking. <laughs> But, yeah. but talk a little bit about the accumulative trauma of what you've had to navigate in business to be able to move from A to B in that last two or three years. Yeah, it has definitely been a learning process. It is There is a learning curve. You know, when you, when you transition from the NFL and, and go into the business world, it's different. You know, I've been groomed as an athlete. That's all I did since 15. And obviously, I went to college and graduated, but now I'm in the business world. And so there's a learning process. But what I've learned, guys, is that, you know, I'm very structured. I'm all about having a plan. You know, here's a game. Here's my game plan. Because mm -hmm, in the NFL, mm -hmm. sure. every week we had a new game plan. Here, here's the game plan to, to beat the Raiders. Here's the game plan to beat the Patriots. There was always a different plan. And so through this journey, I've always had a plan. So here's the plan for my speaking career. Here's the plan for my book. But as I know in football, when Joe Montana <laughs> gives you the play, you, run, you get to the line of scrimmage, you're ready to run this route, and he says, Black Razor. Uh-oh, he's changing the play. And yeah. <laughs> you know, and through this journey, guys, there's I'm calling audibles because something's right, not right. right. But yeah. what I tell people is I say, you know, when that happens, you call that audible, you process the information. What's happening around you? You know, you make a decision. Okay, despite the change, are you still hungry? Are you still going after that goal? Then you commit to that goal as well. And so that's kind of the three-step process I've used as I've gone through this process and, and I'm learning as I go. I love it. I love it. And it's a great framework. And obviously when you're speaking, it, you know, like you said, it, it, it's now come together because you were, you know, 
constantly probably you know after looking at yourself and saying okay how can i you know how can i put all that together what is my what is my game plan for my next game or my next speaking gig you know so i i get that and i like right. that and now you've honed in on you know the winners right and and the ones that win you the game uh and everybody gets uh, and probably based on the feedback you got is like wow that was out of the park and uh, you know opposed to hey we we almost didn't uh, uh, hire you, but we got enough out of you that we really liked you, and we'll get yeah. you back. But, you know. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. One thing that was really flattering to me, and I learned something quickly when I spoke to a company last year, and you know, and my speaker fee starting to climb, and it was a good speaking fee, and and they said after me after the event, they said, I got some bad news for you, and I was like, uh oh, what did I do? What did I say? They said, your fee is too low. It's too low. We would have wow. paid more for you, and I was like. Okay, wow. maybe I'm yeah. on my way. Maybe I'm doing something yeah. right. <laughs> Can I yeah, send you a yeah. second bill with that? With that? No, no, <laughs> yeah. I really appreciate that. I'll come back next year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My smart-ass comment would have been back is, oh, I didn't bill you everything yet. <laughs> That's right. That was only a deposit that you gave me. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, you That's said awesome. you said something. You, you, this is really cool because you're, you're, you're in tune with what's happening around you. And I think a lot of people don't necessarily in life or business, they don't know what, they don't have really great situational awareness and their own influence and their own results. They're not seeing what's happening in their industry and with people that are in their same genre to know how, how to maybe find that slight edge and that unique piece. Um, talk, about, talk about how you filter out or how you filter in environmental factors when it comes to your family, uh, when it comes to your business, or it even comes to, hey, we're all getting older, right? How do we filter out and filter in some of our some of the uh, things around us so we become really good situational awareness guys? Yeah, you know, one of the things I tell people is I say, you have to protect your focus. Um, and I use an illustration. When I was at Oregon, I was a long jumper and a high hurdler in, in track. And one of the reasons why I love hurdles was it was me against 10 hurdles, 10 barriers. And it was my ability to lock in and stay laser focused on my lane, my race would determine my success. And early on in that race, I would get distracted. I would look to the right and see what this guy's doing and that guy's, and I'm banging hurdles, you know. But as uh -huh. I got more experience, I was able to have laser focus and lock in. And so what I tell people is that no matter what the area of focus is, whether it's you know, your business life, your personal life, your family life, whatever it is, you got to protect your focus like a million dollar suitcase. You know, if, if you had a million dollars in a suitcase, how would you treat that suitcase? I mean, mm -hmm. would you just kind of like walk around and like, oh, hey, can you hold this? I mean, no, you'd protect it because you know the value. So I say, sure. let's protect your focus in the same manner as you're pursuing these goals because you know the value if you stay focused. And so for me, that's what I've tried to do. And I make sure I have a schedule. You know, I have my to-do list. I have my daily method of operation. So every day I know what I'm doing. And, and I just try to avoid the, how do you put it, the distractions of everyday life. And they Tons do come, sense. don't they? If you don't have a plan to charge back to, then, then things become emotional, right? Because mm -hmm. Chris and I, when we're, when we're planning things, we try to charge our decisions back to the, the, the focus of why we're doing this to begin with. 
regardless of how good maybe an opportunity might come in that could, in fact, not have complete harmony. could be a really good idea. It could be a person. It could be a thought. It could be an act. It could be a call. Whatever it is, charging it back to the main focus is key because then it doesn't become personal. You don't get sidetracked. Yeah. You don't squirrel. Yeah, and, and you you raise a very important point. I think, as you know, many leadership trainers are talking about, it comes back to your why. Why are you yeah. doing what you're doing? And when you're going through those difficult moments or those moments, those wall-kicking moments, like you said, you got to evaluate what is the reason why you're doing it. And and I tell people, it's got to be strong because you're going to deal with issues. You're going to deal with challenges. And I say, it's got to be so strong, Alan, that no fear, no doubt, no excuse, no distraction, no challenge is going to stop you from pursuing that goal. So I think that's a very fundamental aspect of, of, of any type of success, knowing, having that clarity on your why. Oh, I totally agree. So we get people, well, everybody gets people. I, I've been in that situation too. When you wonder, okay, you know, I'm in my 30s and I've had some successes and I haven't really been challenged in all areas of my life. What am I going to do? What am I, how do I find that, that, that pill, that magic aha moment? How do I find it? And that's constantly, I think, we hear that in the industry a lot that when we're coaching, consulting, working with, uh, not so much with companies, but more with entrepreneurs, what's my magic? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so what, what's, how, how do you address that? What, what I tell people, as I say, you need to start asking yourself questions. You need to, what we call that, you need to peel the onion. <laughs> you need right. to start asking questions. And, and it's simple questions like, okay, what are you looking for? You know, what's important to you? What's going to make you happy? What's going to inspire you? What's going to make you jump out of bed every single day? You know, what is it going to be? Yeah, simple mm-hmm. questions. And I say, no Basics. matter what the focus is, ask yourself that question. And when you get, when you have an answer, then say, okay, why is that important to you? You have an answer? Why is that important? You got that's a key piece. Onion. That's yeah. a key piece. Why is it important to you? And that's something right. that we hang out a lot is why is this important? A lot of people can't answer that. And so if yeah, they can't answer that, guess what? It's not that it, it, that's not it. That's, that's not right. it. And and you know, I often say, you know, it's simple questions but not always easy to answer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, unless you do what you're saying, JJ, is you know, keep peeling it back and, and figuring out why. So, you know, one thing I, I'm curious about, uh, and I'm going to throw an audible <laughs> since we're using it, um, and, you know, we still have some time on the show, but these shows go so fast and we really want to, you know, uh, get as much out of uh, speaking to you, JJ, but what are you doing for fun lately? What's uh, oh, more the personal fun? side of things? What's, what's kind of your fun factor? Well, you know, my fun factor is, I'll tell you guys, it's, it's spending time with my wife because – Good answer. Guys, Good answer. Nice think, answer. Think about this, guys. Hey, Raina, he said it. He said it. Yeah. We got it, on, we got it yeah. now. He's going to listen to this, so, babe, I'm giving you some love. <laughs> you know, but, but think about this, guys. So my wife and I got married my third year in the NFL, okay, and we had a honeymoon baby. So we started having our children, had our three, then 10 years ago, got the call from the nieces and nephews, and we added five. Mm-hmm. We have two left in the house. Guys, I have never spent any quality time with my wife. I mean, seriously, alone right. time. Right. It, it was yeah, college yeah. and then the NFL and then baby. So when I get that time with her and there's not 
some little crumb snatcher running around, you know, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I love. And it's like, we're, we're that couple that, I mean, we love our kids, of course, but when yeah. they're all gone, we're looking forward to spending that quality time and seeing the world. So, so to me right now, that's, that is what I do for fun, you know, spending like that, that quality fun, time fun. with Raina. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and that's a great answer for a lot of reasons. <laughs> um, but, uh, uh, let's carry on here, Alan. I, I've got a couple more uh, questions, but let's uh, let's get you in here, brother. Uh, Alan is. Uh, we've got a little technical, uh, but I will step in and say, JJ, what's next? What's next, brother? What's going on? Good what, question. Like, I like these questions because I know what you're Good. thinking about because you have a game plan. You've got something oh, yeah. going on. I tell you guys, the 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 exciting thing right now is is really. What's going to be the title of book number two? <laughs> that is, nice. that's what's on my mind right now. And I am had plans to start book number two sometime this summer. Um, the first one was exciting. It's your first one. And, you know, obviously the first time you do something, you're kind of a rookie and sure. you learn. Sure. And I'm excited to start the next book. And um, I, I haven't decided on the title yet. Guys, it's like I have all this content. I have these ideas. I'm not sure of the direction, but I'm just excited of the possibilities, and I'm actually going to be – yeah, I've self-published this book, and I'm exploring whether I'll self-publish or use an, a publisher. And I'm going to have a meeting with the publisher in about a week just to explore that and see if that's the way I want to go. But right now, that's that's what I'm excited about because this was such a fulfilling – you know, goals, something I plan to do for years. And, and to hear people, Christopher and Alan, come up to me and talk about this book and how mm. my speaking is really kind of the surge, the sales have kind of resurged because people, you know, companies are ordering 100 and 200 books at a time, which sure. is great. Sure. But I'm excited to share some new content to continue to do what? Help people be the best of the best at what they do and what they pursue. So that's that's the next big project. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, and it is exciting. And, you know, I wrote my book as well. And you're right. You're you very much don't know what to expect. But when you get to it and uh, you get good feedback for one is, is always fulfilling for, for that. And, and, and the reasons, of course, why you wanted to write it in the first place and align all those things. You know, for me, uh, in the name of my book is obviously called the Success Playbook. But, you know, I wrote it for my kids. Right. And and, and something that, you know, you can leave behind um, because we're all going to leave at some point. But, um, you know, and pulling out some of those little things that along the way you you learn and uh, that's what a beauty of a book is, and uh, I think everybody should write a book. I really do. I think you should write a book about your experience, your journey, things that are important to you, things that you can help others with, and uh, maybe you know be able to uh, inspire uh, you know people from that story because no one goes unscathed. Uh, we all have something that um, you know we had to deal with or get through, uh, you know. And I think I posted earlier today, um, you know, life is life is actually wonderful, or life is you know, pretty amazing. And if it's not amazing, then it's not over, right? Because I think we're going somewhere on a journey. And I think at some point, um, you know, we all experience in that. But one thing I do know is, and you know, I often think about is that, you know, when we leave this place, I'm sure it's peaceful. So why don't we enjoy that peace along the way now? And, um, 
and uh, and really live it, you know, full and, and do all the things we really want. So uh, I love that you're doing this. I love that you have a new book coming out. I love you're exploring that, you know, title because that's always a fun thing to, to think about, um, as you remember. And I, I, I love the name of your book, and I read your book. I, I actually got your book. You just sent it to me, and it was awesome, and, and, I, and I really appreciated that. So uh, thank you for that, and thank you for thinking about another book that you're going to help people for sure. Alan, yeah, we no, got I, you back. Sorry, back? I just – uh, yeah, I see no, lips are moving. Yeah, lips are moving, but he's not around, so he'll figure it out. Sorry, JJ, carry hey, on. No, I was going to say, no, I, I appreciate that, and I agree with you. I think everyone has a story, and I was speaking at a um, – a, uh, a speaking or leadership, um, a speaking academy last week, Marcus Ogden, you know, former NFL player who's really done some great things. Right. He's a right. guy you might as well, might want to have on your show. But there you go. A, a nice a, introduction, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe an Marcus Allen. We'll do that. <laughs> there um, we go. But, but I train on this is the first time I've trained on how to launch a, speednote, a keynote speaking career. But one of the things I talked about, what well, you said, I think everybody should write a book because everyone has a story. And one of the things I told all the prospective speakers is that go and review your life. You know, take a note, take your your um, your Word document or your phone and just review your life. What happened to you when you were a kid and in grade school and junior high and college? There's all these stories. There's all these lessons. And you don't realize mm -hmm. it, Christopher, mm -hmm. until you spend the time to review it. And so I said, there's your content. And I said, there's always a right. teaching point in every one of those stories. So I always. agree with you 100%. Everybody always. has a story. Yeah, and when you're writing it, 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 it reminds you of what happened, and I, and I get your point. It's, it's really where the crux of, uh, you know, your foundation can come out and then, you know, what you want to build upon of that and, and how you want to deliver it and all that. So, awesome. I like this subject. I can talk all day long, and it sounds like Alan's back, maybe. No, no, he's not back. So... I will carry on because that's what we do. You know, we just get through stuff and we figure it out. We call it audible, it. right? We call yeah, it audible. we call the audible. This is what would you call it? The black, black what? What was the black, black uh, razor? Black the razor. The black razor. We call the black razor right now, and 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 here we go. So that was, uh, that was Joe Montana's favorite audible. He said I black razor. I'm running a post corner, and the, and the other guy's running a post. It was it was a touchdown play. I love it. I love it. So, JJ, uh, you know, the show goes quick, and we really obviously appreciate your time and, you know, taking it out from what you've been working on, and, and we're happy we met your game plan for today and, and had you back on the show, and we really appreciate it. So, everyone out there, the audience, uh, you can catch this on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, Google Play, of course, Podomatic, and we're going to feature JJ on C-Suite network uh, radio uh, just so that uh, those corporate out there that listen to that uh, through that station I uh, can think about getting JJ at it maybe at a speaking event maybe that'd be cool uh, but anyway we're uh, you know basically um, gonna gonna make sure that this is featured on that network and uh, in that radio station um, and JJ just before we go and you always got some great wisdom whether you already said it or not uh, I'm gonna leave you with a bold move that you want to leave our audience with to think about and maybe reflect on or, you know, just, you know, take the next moment um, and let it rip. It's it's all you, and I'll, I'll shut down the show from there. Well, I appreciate it, and also, too, I want to thank you, too, Christopher, you and Alan, just for giving me the opportunity to be a part of this platform and just keep up the good work. And um, I would leave this I would leave this thought with everyone and I to remind them that 
one of the greatest pains in life is woulda, coulda, shoulda. You know, it's regret. It's people wishing they had done this. They wish they had done that. They had tried harder. They made this decision. And every day you're alive, you have the opportunity to create positive memories, positive memories. You have that control. There's a lot of things in life you cannot control, but what you do every day, how you show up, you can control. So get focused on what you want, seize your opportunities and do it with passion, purpose, and power. And you have no idea the opportunities that are waiting for you. Beautiful. I like that a lot. And I appreciate that, and I know the audience will appreciate it. JJ, you're a wonderful guest. We'd love to have it back again and check in. And, and maybe uh, the other two are out of the house, and you guys are doing something completely different then. We want to uh, hear that story. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we want to hear that story, and uh, definitely appreciate it. Oh, appreciate well, thank it. you, guys. Appreciate it, and keep up the good work. You thanks, got JJ. it. Thanks, JJ. You rock, my thanks, friend. Thanks, Alan. Uh, thanks, JJ, and uh, thanks to the audience. Thanks for tuning in. This is a great show, and I really appreciate JJ. Uh, Burden, uh, Americans, America's op- number, uh, number one opportunity, uh, baby. Number one opportunity, number opportunity yeah. trainer. Right. Trainer, there you go. I had to get that right, but sorry, let's do that again. <laughs> let's do that again, Alan. Do it, do it. Let's America's go. number one opportunity trainer, JJ Burden. Give him a call. WWW. Uh, jjburden.com he is on the line waiting for you <laughs> that's right guys and i'm I giving you it. i want to give you guys a shout out on my instagram story i mean you, you know shout yes. out to christopher and alan big bold deep awesome show go listen to it you got it thanks brother all, all right, right. well it wouldn't oh, be a show fine. without me saying do something nice for someone today This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.